CJ, I think there's one place we have to start today, and I think you know where it is. I I, I don't know where else we could start. Yes, yeah, so it's got to be got to be the John Gruden news, right? No, not at all. No, we, uh, we might not even talk about that. We probably uh, will, but Red Sox going to LCS? No. Do you even pay attention to this podcast? No, week five of football. No, still not even close. It's the thing we do to start every single podcast. Oh no. <laughs> we are officially in week one of the NHL season. For yeah, Emily Kaplan's power rankings. Except she didn't write these. Oh. This is Greg Wyshynski. I feel like we're cheating on her. We are, but I've, I've looked for the past <laughs> 10 minutes and I could not find her power rankings from Man, this year. What she does she Maybe she's waiting a week. She's, because yeah, she's she, a week one person. She needs to see a few games before she knows who the best team in the NHL is. Any good analyst would. All right, so being that I'm the one that found the power rankings, you're the one that has to guess. Of course. So... <laughs> Start at number five. Who you got? Number five, probably the Avalanche. That's their number five in my power rankings. Okay, well, these aren't your power rankings. These are the ESPN's power rankings. But... I know, but see, I'm kind of on the same wavelength as Emily Kaplan, so you're throwing me off by going with somebody else. He probably has the Coyotes or something. Number five. All right, number... I think they're horrible. <laughs> number four. Who you got? Um, I'm gonna say he has the Pan Wagon coming in at number four. Okay, the Panthers. Wow. Um, and then who do you have at number three? Number three, um, it's been a rough year for some of these, but I think that the Hurricanes are going to thrive. The Hurricanes, huh? <laughs> number three. It's been a rough year for these. Yeah, we've had a few Hurricanes, right? It's very true. Okay, uh, number two. Number two, I'm definitely leaving out some good teams here because I have no idea what's going on. Uh, the Isles. Nice. The Islanders. Okay. Number one, who's the best team in the NHL? How do you not have the reigning champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, number one? That's a very good point. Um... So I'm going to go Dallas Stars. All right. Stars. <laughs> Actually, you said Lightning. I'll go with that. Um all right, so here's what they are. You have the Avalanche at number five. Yeah. Avalanche are number one. Oh, okay. You have the Panthers at four. They're seven. Okay, not horrible. You have the Hurricanes at three. They're eight. Still not horrible. You have the Islanders at two. They're four. And then, I'm going to count this as a win. And then you have the Lightning <laughs> at one, and they're two. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I, apparently me and Greg with this and are yeah. not the same age here. <laughs> um, let's see. The Golden Knights are at three. What a season. Uh, Islanders are at four, like I said. And then the Bruins are at five. All right. Not Makes bad, sense. though. Not bad at I, I, don't, I don't think that he's wrong. You know, we, he and I can't agree on everything, but we agree on the the top eight teams are in the same the same hemisphere. Uh, yeah, I'm, I bet you, Emily Chaplin, and you would have had the same ratings. Yeah. No doubt about it. We actually talked off-camera, off-podcast, and you were, we're on the same page. That's good. Um, yeah, so that's all I got for hockey. I got nothing else. All right, yeah, no, your Rangers are losing like 4 nothing. I think. Quick prediction for the Stanley Cup? Oh, why don't you go first? Oh, I'm going to do Avalanche... 
Uh, who did I say you got versus Maple Leafs? I'm going to stick with that. Oh, dang it. I was going to say Maple Leafs. Well, um, you can have the Maple Leafs. I did the Maple Leaves. Wow. Well. <laughs> uh, I will go. They'll somehow finish six spots or six points out of the final wild card spot, and the Panthers will still make it to the NHL Finals. Nice. And then uh, let's go with... See if you can pick a team that's... <laughs> the Knights of Golden Las Vegas. All right. Not the Kraken, huh? No, nah, they, they did not play very well in their first game. Didn't think, they lose uh, by one to the Knights? Yeah. But they were down 3 nothing. Oh. All right. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, what would... I didn't look that up, by the way. I just knew that. Yeah. Because uh, I'm an expert on hockey. Yeah, as we both are. We don't need to get into it, the details, but what would cause you to renounce your fandom as one of your favorite teams now and pick a new team? Because like, if what? I live in Seattle and like a new hockey team showed up, that'd be kind of dope. But what I so really- what if what if a professional football team moved to Albany? I feel so bad for them. <laughs> Yeah, but football like football will thrive no matter where it is. Except Albany, New York. <laughs> I think that's where the limit that's where it ends. I'm sorry. That's fair. I was thinking about yeah, but like I don't think I'd renounce being a Packers fan. Yeah. Maybe like would, Giants and Yankees I'm stuck with for the rest yeah, of my Packers. life. Yeah, Packers emphasis on stuck with given the state of both of those teams right now. Yes, like if, uh, if an NBA team moved up here, I'd like be I would still root for the Heat, but I'd probably become like an Albany golden mega sources, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> if they were the golden mega sources, I would be on that bandwagon yes. before it even like is built. Yeah, uh, the T Rexes, like I'm yeah, in, you know? I'm all over just that. Do the Autobots, like I'll just throw anything <laughs> cool. out there. Okay. Albany Autobots. Yeah, that's good. Rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. Um,. I don't know. I'm not sure that there is something. I th- I'm sure, like, if I, as a Yankees fan, move to, like, St. Louis, I could start rooting for the Cardinals as well. Yeah. But the Yankees would always be first. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, too late. it's too late for us to switch, like, allegiances, right? Probably, yeah. Like, I guess maybe if I move to – because the Rangers and the Knicks are definitely – a, a tier below, a, a few tiers below Yankees and Giants. If I moved to a town like Nashville, I definitely could get behind the Predators. Yeah. But they also pretty much only have hockey. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Titans, too. That's true. I can never remember which, which kind of, I almost said country they play in. I'm a Tennessee expert, <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah. I, like, I, I think that would have to be it. It's just me moving to a town with a big hockey or uh basketball following but what if they move to you i don't know that would be tough i would probably get behind them like if the seattle kraken were the albany kraken i hate that name i hate the fact <laughs> yeah. that a team would become the albany something i don't know why that bothers me a lot it just doesn't sound like the tri-city kraken <laughs> that's better better <laughs> i'm trying to think of like a city around here they're all I think it's just they're so diluted in our eyes that like you can't put a major sports team here. I honestly think that Troy sounds the best. 
Like, I feel like Troy yeah. has, like, a, a toughness to it. Yeah, yeah, because, like, Troy and all that, but, like... Right. It, and we they we know have... Troy, though. That's just gross. Right. Right, like... Water, well, water of Elite's pretty yeah. cool. Like, Water of Elite. Uh, what else is going on around here? Rensselaer's not a terrible one. What if we have the Kingston Kings? Yeah, like, I'm in. Sign me yeah. up for that. <laughs> Uh, but the Queensberry Queens doesn't quite ring, ring in the same bell. We have the Warrensburg Burgers. They're a legit school. Yeah, yeah the and the Greenwich Witches. That's so lame. Like, come That's on. horrible. Figure something out. Greenwich also very good at most sports. Are they? Uh, just baseball is all I can really think of. Yeah, no, I know we played them in baseball and got smoked. I don't understand how in high school baseball your team can be good every year. Like At smaller schools, it literally depends on who plays. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how Fort Plain in our division won every year for 35 years in a row. Doesn't make sense. I was talking about this the other day. The weirdest thing, especially with high school baseball, I feel like it made some more sense in other sports. But in high school baseball, I feel like it was so often that, like, your modified team could be great. Your JV team could be great. And your varsity team would suck. And it's like, what happened? Because in in theory, you're playing the same yeah. groups of kids. And I know that up. some people take bigger jumps than other people. but And some schools just, just bring people from other countries. Yeah, McKeel. I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Why the hell were we playing McKeel? It just didn't make sense. We beat him, though. That's all that matters. I beat, yeah. him. I, I beat him. You didn't. I did. No, we didn't. I beat him. I beat him with my game. that happen? Well, I game-winning three-pointer in the third quarter. I beat them. How did that happen? I hit a three in the third quarter. We won by three. I mean, that's yeah. All right. <laughs> Math checks out. Here's how I see it. If I didn't hit my three, what's the score of the game, CJ? It's a tie game. And overtime, you guys got no shot. We got no shot. We were up by like 15 and a half, and then like the last two and a half minutes, they scored so many points. And I think uh-huh. the guy hit the shot at the buzzer, but he was too late getting it off to tie the game. Nice. You were like the sixth man, right? Uh, let's not get into it. <laughs> well, no, because I was going to say. Yes, I, I was like, I was the sixth man, but I didn't play. But, but I feel like you should have. Like, you are a good shooter. You're athletic enough to keep up with people. Like, uh, I, not I don't know why I'm basketball you're, resume. Just, <laughs> you're pissing me off just mentioning basketball. Who brought what this up? Want me to change the subject? Yeah, quick. All right, so we're doing a live shot today for work. For anybody that doesn't know, I work for the news, and sometimes we're live doing the news in the of field. Course. And uh, my reporter's literally talking on camera, and I feel a pinch on my hand, and I look down, and a bee had just stung me. <laughs> so Guys, I'm you're, like, still- filming? Yeah, so, like, my hands aren't on it, because when they're live, you already have the shot set up and stuff. Oh, so you're that's what you're saying. Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, go back and look at my six o'clock live show and tell me that you can do the same thing, all right? I got a compliment from a coworker that's been doing this for two decades the other day saying he doesn't know how I made a shot look so good. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing well in my job lately. I don't that's know good. Why. Hey, congrats, dude. That's awesome. But anyway. <laughs> yes, back to the bee. I did stung by a bee. Now, I've been stung by a lot of bees. I used to do landscaping. I've been stung by multiple bees and, and multiple times. It's, I'm, I can handle one bee sting. 
No problem. But this one got me. I'm pointing to Elijah right now, and I'll let you describe it. It got me like right here on the little like the line that's created from where your thumb bends, but like yeah. the lowest part of it. And it hurts so bad. Bee stings always hurt. But like it was just it's where it got me. Well, and my thought in the moment is I can't freak out and distract my reporter while she's talking. <laughs> so I just I backed up and I like start doing the thing where like you kind of hold your hand yeah. into your stomach and like bend over a little bit, but I'm still like I I can't just be freaking out while she's on air. You should have just so, started screaming at the top of your lungs. I thought about it. Like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. The same pitch yeah. and everything. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and then, during six, and then we can move on from my day at work, because I know that next to nobody cares about this. At six, I have, as I'm sure we've discussed, because I think we've done top five biggest fears, I have a major fear of birds. Yes, huge fear. And we were in, yeah, we were in Lake George. Lake George at six o'clock. That's when people clear out and the seagulls come on in. There were three seagulls right above us during our live shot. And I swear to God, one of them swooped down. And if I hadn't ducked, it would have taken my head clean off. <laughs> and it was terrifying. It was it was the most scared I've ever been. So it was a tough day for live shots. Jeez, CJ, I'm sorry you had to go through that today. Traumatic, honestly. Um... Should have let the bird hit me. Could have been workers' comp. There you go. <laughs> what do you want to do next? Pick a topic. I'm going to uh, spin the wheel of topics. Crap over. You have, you have baseball and football. Those are your options. Uh, it looks like the wheel landed on baseball. All right. I mean, you picked it. I didn't. Boston you know, Red we're Sox. getting over with. That's what we're doing. Here. Absolutely smacked. The Tampa Bay Rays, who were frauds all year. I knew it. You knew it. Oh. I thought we were talking about the Braves. Uh, no, they're, they're frauds, though. The Braves? Yeah. The, Bra- oh. the Braves are frauds. I don't think that team's very good. Um, I don't know what to do with them, because I feel like they're going to get crushed by either the Giants or the Dodgers. But low-key wouldn't want them to win, now that I, the Red Sox have a legit chance of making the World Series. Like, See, I asked you that going into the last series, and you weren't thinking that far. But now I'm yet. thinking about it. <laughs> now we're thinking. a whole. We just beat the best team in the AL. Bunch of frauds. The Rays. Um, now we got a couple of cheaters matching up against each other. All right, listen. We have the cheaters versus the cheater. Also, allegedly, he was never proven to cheat. Like I said, he leaves for a year and they suck. He comes back and they're good again. Tell me, he stopped cheating. He stopped cheating. You're lying. You're lying to yourself. <laughs> I don't think Rob Manfred didn't punish anybody. I know that I'm kind of joking with this take, but can we honestly oh. think that they just stopped cheating when they didn't get punished? I get that Alex Cora got suspended for a year, so here's a year's vacation that the Red Sox probably paid him for. <laughs> like, are, are you kidding me? Like, wh- why, why do we trust that this guy did his job when he's never done it right before? Oh, I wouldn't say never. He cheated on the Astros. I don't think he cheated on the Red Sox. Not Alex Cora, Rob Manfred. Oh, that guy sucks. He does suck, and he sucks at punishing people because clearly they're doing it again. Tony Larusa, or not even Tony Larusa, because if he did it, nobody would care. But the uh, the White Sox already blamed the or called out the Astros for cheating again. Wild. 
wouldn't it be insane if they actually were still doing it? Rob Manfred would have to lose his job. Yeah, I know absolutely. But like, I know he wouldn't. But it's blatant lack of uh, do your job, man. I actually, if they if the Astros were cheating again like they were the first time, I wouldn't even be mad. Like, shout out to you guys for having the balls to do it again. I wouldn't be mad this time because the Yankees weren't going to win the World Series anyway. That's true. It was a rough time. But, the but if you think about it, Red Sox cheating with Cora beat the Rays. So Yankees should have beaten the Red Sox, then should have beaten the Rays, then the Astros are cheating, so we should beat them. And then it's just us against probably like the Braves or maybe even Brewers somehow if all the cheating stopped happening. So, yeah, yeah Yankees, World Series winners. <laughs> and just like that, Yankees won the World Series. Congrats, EJ. That's yeah. awesome. I didn't think they Exciting had a chance. Stuff. Uh, before the playoffs started, I said Red Sox in five like a smart person. You're an idiot and said Rays in four. I had the number of games right. You had the team right. I think we're both 50-50 on that. Mine's more important. Um, both had the White Sox in five. Big, big fat L on that one. Yeah. Um, I think we're both kind of hoping for the White Sox in five. You said Cardinals in four. Oof. Uh I said Dodgers and three. Dodgers can still win that series. Cardinals still can't win their series against the Giants. Yeah, and the Giants, I don't know, man. Giants-Dodgers, game one game. Ah, man, that's going to be exciting. Is that game on right now? No, it's on tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) But close. We're we're getting there. Um, And then we both had the Brewers winning. We were wrong about that. The Brew Crew. Um, and then I had the Red Sox being the White Sox in six. They can still do that to the Astros. And you had the Dodgers and the Brewers. So you were strong. And you had the Brewers in seven. No, I had the Brewers in seven. I'm an idiot. I had Red Sox Brewers. I still have half my World Series available. Uh, you lost your World Series. Have I lost every series? Um, yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> All right, let's go Dodgers for the sweep. You picked the you picked the uh, playing game wrong too. The one that was on while we were doing that. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Now here we go back from our March thirty first, uh, where we picked the whole. <laughs> all oh jeez. Um, CJ had the Yankees, Twins, and A's. Ugh. I had the Yankees, White Sox, and A's. I was closer. Nice. So you got one. Uh, wild card. You had what the, was I doing the Twins. <laughs> they were terrible. You had the White Sox and the Blue Jays in the wild card. I had the Astros and the Red Sox. So I got one, two, three. I got four out of four out of five of the playoff teams correct. That's pretty good. You uh, had two. Got one. You got the Yankees and the White Sox. Huh. We both had the Mets winning the NL East. What were we thinking? I didn't even think the Mets were going to be good this year. Uh, we both had the – well, we had the same thing. Jeez. Uh, wow, we went – yeah, Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers. Wrong, wrong, wrong. We had yeah. the Braves, Padres. Wrong, wrong. But we had each had the Braves and the uh, – Braves make the playoffs and so did the Dodgers. Yeah, and then we both – And so did the Cardinals, technically. Yeah, true. We both had the Yankees, White Sox, and the ALCS. <laughs> you oh. Dodgers Braves. Hey, hey, hey! It's hey. <laughs> still alive, still alive. Unbe- you had something else. I erased it, but it says Braves on here. So uh, I had Dodgers M- Mets in the NLC. I probably, I probably had Dodgers Mets or something, but it wasn't possible with uh, how I. 
Yeah, right. And then uh, World Series, you we both. I, I had the Dodgers and the White Sox. That's impossible. <laughs> uh, you had Dodgers. We're not, but it's it's got a fifty percent chance. Yeah, and you had Dodgers Yankees with the Yankees winning. I think that's still possible. People laughed at me when I said the Red Sox and make the playoffs. Here we are. Yes, we did. But I did, I did not account for the cheating to resume. <laughs> I I accounted for it. That's why I had us in the playoffs, you fool. Yeah, no, that's, you on, that's on you. No, I don't even disagree with that. I should have assumed. I should have known from the beginning that they were going to do one of two things, and it was either going to be John Lester eating chicken tenders in the bullpen or it was going to be cheating. I remember that was a big deal. Yeah, why was it like a big drinking deal? Drinking beer and eating chicken fingers? Like, what are we They're doing? Lost. That's what everyone's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the big deal. Like, I would get it if he was called into the game and he was, like, you know, drunk. Like Max Scherzer was. <laughs> That's not that big of a deal. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I was at the game on Sunday. Uh, this is basically how the series went. The Red Sox lost 5 nothing. I was like, okay, we'll get him game two. Game two, we're down... Five to five to two after the first inning. I'm like, this yep. series is absolutely over. We're shot. Chris Sale gave up five runs in the bottom of the first inning. And then the Red Sox like, nah, fam, we got you. Scored 14 runs. Nice. It was just incredible. They lit him up, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, also, that game was in Tampa, so we weren't cheating there, obviously. Well, that's not how cheating works. All right, fair enough. And then <laughs> the game, game three is the one I went to. Uh, the Red Sox were winning all game, literally all game until the eighth inning. I'm like, this is fantastic. Well, the Rays actually, we're going to get into it with the Packer game. But as I think it was Meadows hit the two-run shot in the first inning, yep. the Bengals are lining up to kick the second field goal. Uh, that CJ, CJ, those happened within the – as the home run was going out, he was kicking the field goal. So let me ask you this. I was distraught. <laughs> uh, obviously, that is as as uh, just disheartening as a mo- of a moment yeah. as you can have, especially considering the field goal looked like it might be going in. Yes, <laughs> and they even thought it did go in. Um, are you watching the game on your phone? Or are you following along to GameCast? I'm like- watching the game on my phone. I have four group chats muted. I have notifications <laughs> turned off. I'm strictly watching the game on my phone and watching the Red Sox game in front of me. Um, and I see the ball basically go over the fence. I'm like, crap, I look down, and the field goal just misses. I was like, that could have been really bad. Are you watching the entirety of the game while you're at the Red Sox game? Uh, well, yeah, luckily, the Red Sox, Packer game started at 1. Red Sox game started at 4. So oh, I was right. able to watch the, basically the entire right. game. This was the end. Field goal's going up. Home run's going over the wall. We're screwed. Red Sox right. are down 2 nothing in the first inning. Packers can't win, even though they're trying their hardest to lose. So anyway, end of the day, both teams win. <laughs> Doesn't get better than that. Packers you. end up winning, like I said, we'll get to that. But yeah, no, this game was nuts. The Red Sox go up, was it 4-2 all game they were winning? Yep. Um, so. And then the freaking eighth inning. The eighth inning is the bane of the existence for the Red Sox. Well, you don't have a good bullpen. No, but we have a Ben don't break bullpen. And Which they keep, not, dude, they're on the brink. It's not exactly what you want. <laughs> the brink of breaking. Um, Robles comes in. 
I don't know what Cora supposed like Pavetta came in and pitched. Oh, that's later in the game. Robles comes in because I don't know what Cora is supposed to do in that situation. Um, right. Also, before that, Nasty Nate pitched unbelievable. Five innings, two runs, eight Ks, I think three hits. Absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, so Robles gives up two runs in the eighth inning. We're literally, I was doing the whole count counting down the outs thing. Don't ever do that. It's never a great idea, but I was just counting down the outs till we won. And sure enough, we got within like five. And then they scored two runs. I forgot how they did it, but it was it was devastating. Yeah. But then knowing that my team could end it at any inning is absolutely like amazing. Like when your team can like end the game with one swing of the bat, it's like this is the coolest thing in the world. So yeah. I was getting hyped. And then like innings nine through 13 – <laughs> Pavetta comes in and just absolutely dominates. He was incredible. Dominates is an interesting word because he did get into trouble once. Wasn't it twice? Th- no, in the thirteenth inning was the only time he actually got in trouble. Yeah, second, third, he... one out or no outs? One out. There's one out. Yeah, which and then, well, he had multiple strikeouts to end the inning. I thought one was with the runner on second, um... but maybe not. There might have been a run in second. There's probably two outs. Right. But he he was just incredible. Let's see if I can get his. I think the Rays had 21 strikeouts. Like, shout out to Red Sox pitching. Yeah, which is not something you've been able to say for most of the season. Like, as much as the Red Sox have been a surprise team, their pitching still let them down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Robles <laughs> came in two-thirds of an inning. Uh, three hits, two earned runs. Well, you bum. Then Garrett Whitlock. Holy crap. That guy pitched one and a third, three strikeouts. Incredible. We had then Pavetta over the course of four innings, three hits, one walk, seven strikeouts. Nuts. Oh, yeah. So the Rays had that ground rule double off of Renfro, which that's the first time I've ever seen that happen. So I don't know what you do with that. And I feel like that can only happen at Fenway. So it actually happened in Toronto. Oh. Uh, and the Rays were the defensive team. The turf, interesting. It was no, it was in the it was down the left field foul line, and the, the player, whoever the left fielder was for the Rays, bent over to pick it up, and as he brought his glove up, he didn't have the ball in it, and he just flung it up in the air, and it went into the stands. I feel like that's a little more extreme. <laughs> it is because that's something that I feel like you could intentionally make look unintentional. They should start doing that more. Whoa! And just right, chucking the ball <laughs> over the fence. Like, anybody that thinks that what happened with the Red Sox was intentional no. is crazy. No, there's no and, way it was intentional. And they got the call right. So, like, at the end of the day, people want to crap on them. Maybe the rule will change because of this, but it was the rule. They got it right. Sorry that it screwed you over this time, Tampa, but that there was an instance in Toronto where it benefited you guys. So, it's, it's not something that you guys didn't know about, and it sucks, but whatever. It's... You know, hit the ball the next time. Yep. So yeah, runner the, in second and third with one out. Yeah. So that was the top of the uh, – that was the top of the 13th. And then the bottom of the 13th, I think Renfo start let off with a walk. Um, and the Vasquez came up, and I was like, if they throw him a high pitch, like, all I visualized was Vasquez hitting a home run. Because also, <laughs> I, at that point, I did want to go home. I left right. my house at 8 o'clock in the morning. It was now 9 o'clock at night. How do you want to go home, though, man? Well, I, I want to go home because the Red Sox won. 
Like, right. I don't want Vasquez to not hit a walk-off home run. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, no, I agree with you there. But I would take 20 innings. <laughs> like, there's nothing better than a little extra inning. But every, every inning was another inning the Rays could win the game. That's true. That's true, too. <laughs> it was only a matter of time before our bullpen. And bull- like, I don't know who we were throwing out. There. We had Martin Perez warming up in the bullpen. Yeah, that game was over. <laughs> I, it goes to 14. Yeah, so I needed – but all I said was a pitch up in the zone. And he could hit a home run. I st- I said that before the before he hit the home run. So like I I vocalized it, but I'm pretty sure yeah. I said that for every single person that came up. Right. But then he hit it, and where we were sitting, we were on the first section on the bottom, like the bottom section area. We were way yeah. in the back, like right up, okay. right in front of the standing only. So we couldn't see anything. That was probably twenty five feet up in the air. Not even. So, like, oh, no. half the time the balls would be hit in the batter's box and they'd go straight up in the air and we had no idea where they went. Right. Sometimes we thought it was a home run. Some, and, like, we were, oh, my gosh, that's over the green monster. And then the person in right field would catch it. And we're like, what the heck? Right. So, we – short stop. Yeah, we had to react to what everybody down below was doing. Oh, okay. So, it was pretty cool. So, like, he has – like, we're just, like, waiting, waiting, waiting. And then the place just erupts. Me and my brother start hugging each other. We're just getting everybody hugged. We're freaking out. It was just, like – it was the coolest thing. It's the coolest sporting thing I've ever been a part of. I just couldn't believe it. (laughs) There are few better moments in sports to be in a stadium than a walk-off home run. Yeah. Especially in that situation. Right. Maybe a goal in hockey. But, like, even, like, a shootout in hockey or in soccer or a last-second field goal in football – that's something that you know is coming. You're yeah. prepared for it. You're ready for it. Even though you thought to yourself he's going to hit a home run, like you said, yeah, you no. probably thought that for the last 20 batters. Yes, I was hoping everybody <laughs> would hit the home run. Right. So, like, there's just that moment in baseball where, like, you, you're you sitting there. Nothing's really happening. You guys had a run on first, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't even like, you know, we, ha- we can put something together here, but we're not close. It's not a runner on third with nobody out. And the next thing you know, he hits the ball. You hear it. You see the fans standing up. No one knows that it's going out because it's in the first row. And I'm sure everybody there had already gotten excited about a dozen balls hit that oh, game yeah. for nothing. That and the incredible. next thing you know, it lands in the stands <laughs> and the stadium just explodes yeah, just because pure. everybody's waiting to see what happens. Yeah. It was so much. like And like I said, every pitch, chanting, let's go Red Sox. Or like, we started like chanting Kike, which I don't think they've done before this year. But everyone yeah. loves Kike Hernandez at this point. It also helps he had eight straight hits, and he was just killing it. Yeah, um, everyone just loves the guy. So we were like, every time someone would come up, we start chanting their name, and then like <laughs> no one was chanting for Christian Vasquez, but he hit the home run anyway. Now just, they will. Uh, yeah, they give exactly. a standing ovation in the next game. It's first at bat. I don't know if you saw. I don't know how much of the game you watched um, earlier in the game. Schwarber had like a ground ball at first, and he overthrew Evaldi. They like right. underhand tossed it and overthrew it Ovaldi. Then later in the game, he had another ground ball and he like underhand tossed it perfectly. And then yeah. he like went like this and started celebrating and then tipped his hat to the crowd and everybody started cheering for him. Nice. That was pretty funny. That's was just, just, I know that I've said this before, but my favorite thing about baseball compared to every other sport, LeBron's always taking the last shot. Yeah. Brady's always the guy you're trusting to bring you down the field. Rogers, the Rogers, the guy. Rogers too, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> but in baseball, you can't just bring up, you know, Xander Bogarts, Devers, and Martinez. No, nope. it doesn't work that way. 
Unsung heroes, man. Christian Vasquez. Vasquez. Yeah, Vasquez. Vasquez. No, no, Ellen there. I do that with Vasquez. The Yankees have Andrew Velasquez, and I call him Andrew Vasquez. My dad calls time. him Vasquez. So nice. <laughs> but like in baseball, you just have that opportunity for anybody to come up and be the hero of the game, which is so cool because like it's the best. Man. That is going to be the moment of his life. Yeah, unless he does it in the World Series which or in the yes, yeah. right. Like, it doesn't get better than hitting a walk-off home run in front of, like, probably 10,000 fans because that's all it fits into Fenway Park. Okay. (laughs) Funny guy. And just a stadium in a city getting behind you and going crazy, and you're going crazy, your teammates are going crazy. (laughs) It was just – it was awesome. It was like – like I said, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced at a sporting event except for when I hit a walk-off single in Little League one time. Wow, that's – that was bigger. Yes. It was a line <laughs> shot up the middle. Runs up the middle, nice. Yeah, so I crushed it. They didn't have a shift on you? Nah. Of no, course not. I hit it up the middle. You're not going to be able to shift on that. I spread around the field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was just the coolest thing I've ever been a part of, I think. Um, maybe like second best sporting event I ever went to behind me going to the Argentina-Venezuela game because I got to see Messi play, and that's just like once-in-a-lifetime chance type thing. Yeah, but you were also at... Yankees Twins wild card game where Didi hit a three run home run in the bottom of the first. Just tied up. Chad Green went five innings, I think five and a third. Didn't give up any runs. Dominated after Sevy got crushed in the top of the first. Oh, yeah, Yankee a- fans were down bad that game. That was what rough. a game! That was a good game actually. Okay, that was a good game. But yeah, no, this is my first Red Sox playoff game, so I was just like, really? yeah, I was over the moon about that. Did I ever tell you the story just because I'm diverting this podcast with as many stories as I can for some reason? We're going to call this one Story Time with CJ. Right. Uh, like yeah. Uh, my mom, so I guess I'm kind of stealing my mom's story. Uh, my mom was at Game 6 in 1975. Any Red Sox fan knows Game 6 in 1975, Carlton Fisk gets a walk-off home run to left field, and I believe what was the bottom of the 12 against the big red machine, the Cincinnati Reds. My mom, nine years old at the time. Did I say 65? It was 75. You said 76, I think. No, it was 75. I don't want to age my mom or anything like that. Uh, (laughs) But the way she tells it, she's nine years old. Game's getting late. It might have been the 13th inning too now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It's getting late. Her dad says, we got to go. They're in the parking lot when he hits the home run. They can hear the crowd going crazy. Uh, like that is that is the reason why I will never leave a sporting event early. Cause like you just you, she missed the one of the biggest home runs. It's that and Bobby Thompson's nineteen fifty one home run against the, the Dodgers. Those are the two biggest home runs in baseball history. What well, about, what about the Blue Jays? Yeah, touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run than that in your life. Kirk Gibson going like this. Yeah, that was a big one, too. That was game one of the World Series. So, big Steve, home run. But Steve Pierce in 2018. No one talks about those home runs. Not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> Travis Ishikawa, I believe, for the Giants in 2014, sent them to the World Series with a walk-off home run to right field. So, I remember, uh, of course, Joe Buck had to steal the call, and the Giants win the pennant. The Giants win the pennant. <laughs> Joe Buck had to steal the call. Uh, yeah, so we have uh, Red Sox Astros, and we have Braves versus 
At this point, I'm hoping, TBD. I'm hoping Giants. Last round, I didn't care. This round, I care because, like I said, we're four wins away. Um, I don't. I like. I. I think I said this before the playoffs. I haven't paid attention to the Astros at all this year. Fair. Apparently, they were missing most of their best players all year, <laughs> and they still won 98, 97 games or whatever it was. So, right. I don't know what to expect from the Astros team. They lost a bunch of their people, and they're like the Rays, which means we'll beat them in four. Right, probably. I'm just – I don't know what to do with our team. Uh, Evaldi's the only starter I trust, even though Erod pitched great. Oh, yeah, and then the Red Sox won on a walk-off the next day. We didn't even talk about that. The The Rays – we blew a 5 nothing lead. The Rays came back in yeah. the eighth inning again on three straight doubles, and then we won Which... in the bottom of the ninth anyway. I just hate it. I don't want the Red Sox to be good. I don't want the Rays to be good. I just want the Yankees to be good, man. I understand. Now they're keeping boot. So can we move on to football? Yeah, yeah football. Um, okay, so <laughs> go Red Sox. The Yankees suck. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Uh, football. Um, last week, uh, our picks, we both we went two, 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 and two and one, but I'm not doing the end one thing for the year, so we're picking six games this week. Uh, like I said, the Packers tried to lose that game. Also, that game should not have been that close. The Packers were inside like the ten yard line like twice, and they should have scored two touchdowns there. We should have won that game by fourteen. The Bengals, See, that's, the Bengals, that's a classic. yeah, the Bengals didn't wow. look good. Jamar Chase had that touchdown before halftime on a blown coverage. Like, that was a classic game, though, where I agree the Packers shouldn't have had it be that close, but at the same time, the Bengals were two missed field goals away from winning. <laughs> yeah, and we were three missed field goals away from winning before that. But then, of course, Mason Crosby was never going to miss four field goals in a row. Well, you had no confidence in that, right? No, I, honestly, for some reason I did. Because I'm like, I legitimately thought there's no way he can miss four in a row. It's fair. Because before that, he made 27 straight. That's <laughs> so stupid. I, the like, people I was watching the game with were like, this is his job. Why can't he just hit the field goal? I'm like, it's hard. Well, <laughs> like, the 36-yard one was tough. Because that was... Terrible. And just of all the people in the world, like he's one of a handful of guys where if he's missing, I'm not confident anybody in the world could have made it. Yeah, no, he's – well, like like four or five years ago, he was terrible. Like I'm talking terrible. Right. But like these past four or five years, he's been amazing. And like I said, 27 in a row. But I should have yeah. known things were off when he missed the extra points. But then he hit like – he hit two more field goals before that. Right, and then I don't know. So he, he missed. finished with like eight fantasy points. Yeah, like doesn't make sense. He had a decent game for a kicker, but yeah. So he missed. He missed. The Bengals missed. He missed. The Bengals missed, and then he made it. As the Red Sox were playing, it was just like, oh my gosh, Packers win though. It's all that matters. Um, Rams crush the Seahawks. Giants suck. Also, the Giants died this week. You know what? I am going to change my tune a little bit. Tune it. We're going from a D to a C. C minor. <laughs> the Giants, not horrible. Not horrible. It's lost when by 24 they, at Dallas. When they were healthy, they were in the game. I didn't think they had a chance to win that game if everybody was healthy for the entire game. But at the time that Daniel Jones got hurt, I think it was a one-score game and we were on the end zone. 
on the goal line. Everybody died in that game. Everybody died in that game. So I don't know if they're they're going to get healthy this year, but I don't think that the Giants are as awful as we thought they were. No, I had many Giants fans tell me how good they were going to be. So, well, football fans are stupid. No, I mean, football I, I I hate to say, it, but I think I agree with you. I don't think the Giants are a bad team. They're not a good team. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they're not. I don't a, think they're an awful team. <laughs> they're not a bad. I don't think they're a good team, but they're not a bad team. They're just one of those teams that's a filler. They're going to win some games they shouldn't. They're going to lose right. some games they shouldn't. Right. Every we game is going to be close. <laughs> we would have beat Washington if we didn't have the offsides call. And then at that point, we're two and three. And then the Falcons game, we lost in a last second field goal. So we are. We're a few different plays away from being three and two right now. And I won't say that if those guys didn't get hurt that we're losing to Dallas or that we're beating Dallas, but if those guys get hurt or don't get hurt, geez, that was a struggle right there. If they don't get hurt, then we might only lose by a touchdown or a field goal. And then people are looking at it and saying, that's horrible. Daniel Jones. I don't know. That's the, that's went, bad though, isn't it? If you don't know, that's, that's bad. It's a step up from him for him. Yeah, it's a step up for him, but not for the Giants organization. Going into the season, I wanted nothing to do with him starting next year. Correct. But I, I did say he needs to take a Josh Allen level year three jump. Not close to a Josh Allen level three year year three jump, but he's been good. He's been good, and his offensive line is trash. And he doesn't have a run game because Saquon's a bum. He doesn't have a run game because Saquon was getting eased back into it early in the season. We'd probably beat Washington if Saquon is playing at full speed. Maybe we beat Atlanta, too. Um, and then he obviously got hurt against Dallas as well. I don't know, man. Like We're obviously not a playoff team, and we're not – a, a close to a Super Bowl contender, especially when you look around the NFC, where there might not be a team that stands out the way that the Bills have this year. Right, except for the Cardinals, who are five and zero. But even then, that's what right? I mean, right? Even then, but they're still five and zero. Right, they're five and zero. But are they going to beat the Rams? They crushed again? them again. We'll find out <laughs> when they, they play each other again. Are they going to beat the Packers? Are they going to beat Hell the Bucks? No. Like probably just, even the Cowboys. Like they might lose there. Cowboys so are just, a good team too. Yeah, there's just a lot of very good teams in the NFC. There's a few very good. There's a few very great teams in the AFC. And I don't even want to say there aren't great teams in the NFC. Maybe the Rams and Cardinals are both great teams. Maybe the Packers and the Bucks are both great teams. It just doesn't feel like they're putting up the flashes that the Bills and the Browns and some of the teams in the AFC are. The Chargers. Dom, looking like a genius with that call. It's early. <laughs> it is early. We're only five weeks out of 17 this year. Oh, 18. 17? Right. No, 18. Five weeks out of 18 Total weeks. Week. Wow, that's a lot of weeks. Five games out of 17 games. Um, the Bills go into Kansas City and dominate them. Uh, weird thing about that game is there was like a weather delay, could have messed with some things, but still, Bills look fantastic. 
much like the Packers, who are now four and one. The Bills are four and one with that week one loss. That's like very questionable. Yeah, if the Bills had beaten the Steelers, we're talking about them as a team that's going to go undefeated. Yeah, right. Um, and then the Colts and the Ravens in an absolute insane game that I didn't watch because the Red Sox game was on. Colts dominated all game. Ravens come back. Ravens win in overtime, but they don't kick extra points in overtime, apparently. So the Colts <laughs> cover the seven points. Stupid. CJ gets credit for that. I knew it. Uh, Lamar Jackson, pretty good at football. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's not bad. He's six, throwing the ball this year. Which... Six incompletions for 400 yards. It's not bad. You know what I think is crazier than that? You may disagree, but I am going to say that this is a crazier stat than Lamar Jackson having, uh, what was it, 37 completions, 442 yards, and four touchdowns. Josh Allen had, guess how, so Josh Allen had 315 yards and three touchdowns. Guess how many completions he had? I'm going to say 17. 15. Whoa! 315 yards on 15 completions. What the heck? Well, they just like rip off the top of the Chiefs defense? Yeah, that's 21 yards of completion. Holy crap. <laughs> I saw he like was like three he was like two for six early. I was like, oh man, he's having a rough game. Right. Turns out I'm an idiot. <laughs> he just throws the ball 21 yards per catch. And I think he had two deep touchdowns, which obviously helped the average a lot. But still, like, that's, it was that's just very impressive. And also, the Chiefs defense is bad. Very bad. Um, really bad. Chiefs are in some trouble because I know the Raiders already beat them, which isn't great. And the Chargers. No, the Chargers beat them. I thought the Raiders beat them, too. Raiders, Raiders beat them last year. Raiders will beat them. I was, by the way, I was completely right about the Raiders. Everyone was like, oh, the Raiders for real. Like, no, the Raiders are going to do this game thing where they win. <laughs> Three games in the beginning of the year, and then they suck because they're the Raiders. But then they're going to win some more. They had some stuff going on this week. No idea what you're talking about. Um, yeah, do you want to get into that at all, or uh, John Gruden? John Gruden, not a, not a great guy. No, and I'm just waiting for more leaks to come out about these emails. Yeah, because like my thing is the words that he was saying in the way that he was saying them. John Gruden never even hinted to having that in him. No. And we heard him talking for 10 years on Monday Night yeah, Football. Yeah, right. Lots of talking. So the fact that he knew that that was a place that he could say that comfortably tells me that he knew the people he was talking to were people he could say that to. Because it's not like he does, he didn't have the governor to realize I shouldn't be saying this in public. Right, because he never did in public. Right. So he clearly knows... Okay, these are people I could talk like this to. And you don't talk like that to people who aren't like minded. Like, yeah, I, right. I don't think that way. And I don't have, like, I know there are people who I talk to who probably think similar things to him, <laughs> but I've never heard them say it. Right. So he's comfortable with who he's talking to. And I want to know who else is involved. Because, like, it's kind of strange that they went after him specifically, these people that leaked these emails. Uh, why is Daniel Snyder still the owner of the Redskins? Yeah. Like, whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Look at 
It's got me saying things I shouldn't be saying. Honestly, man. I think we're going to have to cancel this podcast now. I think I have to go through my emails. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like he's still around. I just want to know if, if this is just going to, like, die off like most news stories do after a certain amount of time. There's, like, over 600,000 emails. There's got to be more stuff in that. But is it, like, the NFL's in charge of the investigation, I think, at this point? It's going to be like, are we just going to protect our owners and stuff, not care about any other coaches? But if they don't care about any other coaches, start throwing them out there, too, because why not? Right, and that's the thing. Like, John Gruden can't be the only one. We just we know that he's not. If, if John Gruden is the only one, then I know that people hate this, but Colin Kaepernick would have been in the league. He would have come back. Yeah, if he was the only one. It may not have been that year, but he would have eventually come back. Clearly, he's not alone. Right, right. The biggest thing is if it's the owners, not the managers. Because if it's the owners, they control Goodell, nothing's going to happen. But journalism needs to happen. People need to get out there and they need to find these emails. And, you know, people have made the jump to the Washington Post being owned by. Jeff Bezos and him wanting to get in on football, so maybe he's just going to go hard after these emails, and I'm sure Dan Snyder has done and said stuff that he's not allowed to do Can you imagine if Jeff Bezos is the one that just, like, takes down the NFL? It's like, holy crap. That'd be amazing. And then he just buys the NFL and everybody hates him even more. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Why? Why do? Why is there anybody out there in the world right now trying to convince themselves that Dan Snyder was not a part of this when he literally for years said, "Hey, I want this overtly racist team name to stay, and I'm going to be defiant about it." Right. He he didn't say because of the history of the team. He didn't say because of the meaning it has to the city. He said because it's mine and I want it this way. Yep. That's a crappy guy. Oh. <laughs> You're just a crappy guy. That's like if it was the N-word and he said, no, it's my team and I want it to be that, he would have been out of the league years ago. Yep. But for some reason, since the Redskins was a whoa, team. Whoa, whoa. I know, I know. But since that was a name that we were used to and that we had heard, we didn't think of it to the same degree as that. But it's as overtly racist as it can be. You're literally looking at somebody's skin color <laughs> and calling it what it is. Yeah, that's, fair. that's a very solid point. And red? Aren't Native Americans tan? Yeah, that's just... So red, red is just even amplifying the racism. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm hoping for more fallout. I just, at this point, take everybody down. Yeah, let's do it. Especially um, the Morris, getting them out of there. <laughs> Uh, quick other <laughs> note before we pick games because we got to wrap it up at some point here. Uh, Alabama lost. So I, I wrote that down. Alabama lost. Crazy. Tennessee won. So Michigan won. Michigan. I don't see Tennessee or Michigan losing this week, and Alabama did. Do with that what you will. That's all I got to say about that. Michigan's eighth ranked team in the country. Tennessee's not ranked. Um, Bucks at Eagle. We got six games to pick because I'm not dealing with that and one at the end of our records. Uh, right. Bucks at Eagles. I'll let you pick first here since you are the leader at 13 and 11. I'm 9 and 15. Bucks at Eagles. Eagles seven point underdogs at home. Uh, Thursday night. I think Tampa's going to show up. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Tampa covers. Getting emotional, huh? That's. It's an exciting Thursday night game. Um, I am going to hope my pen works as I write this down. 
Me too. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles here. Wow. I feel like the Eagles have uh, played teams close this year, Thursday night. I hate Thursday night games. The quality of the game is never great. I think the Eagles just keep it close enough to cover the seven. All right. I like um, it. Packers at Bears. Bears suck. That's all I got for that. The Bears. Are you going to take But do they? No, they're probably decent. They're, I mean, if they win this game, they have the same record as us. But as long as I say the Bears suck and I pick the Packers, that's all I need. Right. I've covered my bases to being a Packers fan for the week. So does Bears suck mean you're picking the Packers? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the Bears. I think they couldn't lose it by a field goal. Ugh, gross. Uh, I just think the Packers defense still needs some work. Yeah. I uh, hope Justin Fields throws six interceptions. Rams at Giants. Um, this is your team. You get the honors here. <sighs> Nine and a half point dogs. I'm going to take the Rams just because I have no idea who's playing for the Giants. Uh, looks like Daniel Jones will be playing. Barkley is out. I'm going to take Daniel Jones will be playing? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll take the Giants to cover. Um, I'm going to take the Rams just because I think they're that team. Can that be tentative? Can I say if the Daniel Jones plays, if I'm, Daniel I, Jones starts the Giants cover, if he doesn't, they don't? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay. Hopefully we'll remember that. But I, they said he's on track to play. Um, Sunday night game, we have Seahawks at Steelers. Steelers, five-point favorites at home. Uh, no Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the Steelers for that reason. I'll take the last week too, even though Geno's back there for the Seahawks. Look uh, out! Uh, Steelers defense is good. Seahawks defense is not. So favor the Steelers. And the Steelers have a better running game. They have. I don't want to say better weapons, but they have a third weapon that the Seahawks don't have. Yeah, and I think Big Ben's better than Geno Smith. And like I said, Steelers defense is good. So good luck, Geno, in that game. Uh, Monday night game, Bills at Titans. I'm going to take the Bills here. I don't think the Titans are very good, and the Bills are on a killing spree right now. Yeah, Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites, so I'm going to take them too. Yeah, there. That's, that's easy money. If, you're, if you are willing to gamble, I would definitely. that would be the number one game that I'm looking at to, to throw the money down on because what they did to the Chiefs last week, Titans aren't even close to that. Level. I mean, this this is a perfect Titans win this game. A letdown game for the Bills. Derek Henry Absolutely. runs for two hundred and thirty yards, and we all look like idiots. Right. Um. On the way to Boston last weekend, my brother's like, "Hey, you want to put like a group of him and his buddies every week? Put like twenty bucks down on a game." Right. Like, and I think this week they all decided on Jacksonville for some reason. And I said, Weird. "You guys are nuts." And then, like five minutes later, I was like, "You know what? I'll do it." Yeah, I lost $27. So the exciting number six game is... CJ's choice. He wanted this game really bad for some reason. Bengals and Joe Burrow, who can't talk, at the Lions, (laughs) who haven't won a football game in, I think, 38 years. I don't know how it doesn't get more excited, or how it does get more excited. (laughs) Or doesn't get more excited. That's probably the right thing to say. I fell asleep thinking about the game. Yep. Bengals. Yeah, I, I think we're both going to take three and a half points is the number for those of you who are for some reason interested. Yeah. Um, Why didn't we do Chargers Ravens? I don't know. You picked a random number, and this is what it was. I didn't look. I didn't look at the list. Um, that's all I have. Uh, we have three separate games, three of the same games. Um, any closing notes? I have one quick note. Uh, Dwayne Wade's son Zaire is going to Utah. G League team really pissed me off. 
because freaking Dwayne Wade is part of the Jazz and not part of the Heat. And now his right. son is part of the G League affiliate for the Jazz. So that's dumb and stupid, and that pissed me off a lot. NBA starts up soon, though, so that's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. The uh, Heat are Kyrie... below the Knicks in the power rankings, though, so I'm <laughs> ready for me to hate on the Knicks a little extra this year. <laughs> Here we go. The Knicks are back, baby. <laughs> Ugh, I just threw up thinking about that. There's like 14. Like, what? Hey, man. We were a playoff team last year. Yeah, so were we. We were a playoff team ahead of you guys in the standings. Well, we lost to the NBA champions. Who did you lose to? The Hawks, who made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, we lost in, over, we lost in overtime, I think. The Hawks beat the one seed. I think that's fair. <laughs> did they? They beat the Sixers in the second round. Sixers suck. I'm, I've been on that bandwagon for years. I think that's in my overrated thing. Let me look. Probably. Um... We haven't added to that. The second thing on here, the 76ers. (laughs) For years. Right behind the Cubs and right before Canada. (laughs) Canada. Why is Canada overrated? I think it's time to just go over the overrated list real quick. Yeah, let's run through it. Um, You have Astros, Carson Wentz, Pickles, the Red Sox outfield, soccer, strikeouts, the name Elijah. That one's still rough. I don't know. (laughs) Lord of the Ring, Mookie Betts Child, the Olympics, the World Cup, a lot of soccer hate, Dak Prescott, uh, CBS, Moneyball, the AAF. That's the concept, not the movie. And you, uh, Philadelphia cool. slash Pennsylvania. All right, I stand by all those. <laughs> Especially Elijah. Yeah, the name. <laughs> Uh, I have the Cubs. <laughs> My list is, by the way, hilarious. <laughs> the Cubs, 76ers, Canada, Michael Jordan, New York City, classic Lay's potato chips, turkey on oh. Thanksgiving, Squidward, Tom Brady, <laughs> Beyonce, Titanic, Roger, <laughs> Arizona Hot Shots. I have them on my list. You have them crossed off your list. The Phillies and Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Roger meaning Roger Wyland? <laughs> because why not? Wow, what a great list. Also, I'm more offended by you having classic Lay's potato chips on your list than you are by me having <laughs> I I think that was in retaliation of me with classic Lay's potato chips. You said, you know what, your name's overrated. And I think that's exactly how that happened. That's, that sounds about right. Don't understand my hatred towards the Phillies there, but... The Cubs and 76ers have permanent spots on my list. And so is Beyonce. Do you have our underrated list on there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have, I think they have Carson Wentz on both. Uh, no, you have Brock Holt's Child. Uh, <laughs> oh, underrated. And Cosmic Brownies. Oh, those are underrated. Uh, you had the Knicks at 25 wins, too, which did not happen that year. I had huh. – uh, my underrated list is a lot bigger. I have PSPs, like PlayStation Portables. Right. Spike Ball. Great one there. Yeah, that's fair. Pokemon Go, awesome. Brockholes Child as well. Slippers, Slip and Slides, the Black Eyed Peas, Orcas, and Colored Pencils. And I wrote that in a colored pencil. Of course you did. <laughs> because what else? I'm sure you only had a colored pencil for an episode and decided, you know what? Colored pencils, underrated. They're pretty cool. <laughs> Anything you want to add to your overrated? That was a fun list for Yeah, it's great. Do you uh, have anything else you want to add to the list while we're here? 
Um, or take anything know. off. Uh, I, I think that's in pretty good shape. I definitely want to keep your name on the overrated Dak list. Dak Prescott is kind of questionable. He's pretty good. You have Tom Brady on your overrated list. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs>